Hi guys, and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. We're your hosts, Sammy. And Danny, and today we have a special guest on the podcast in the form of Carly Thornton, who is the owner of Gluteware and an IFBB pro. Carly, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, well, I think you've just said it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been, um, I got my IFBB pro card in 2015. Um, I've been in the fitness industry for probably about 12 or 15 years. Um, before I competed, I was a fitness model, and then I kind of slowly grew, um, as in muscle-wise as well. And then it was in 2017 that that's when Glutiwear started. Brilliant. So, yeah. And that leads us into our first question. What was your inspiration to set up your own brand and create Glutiwear? Because I always used to buy my clothing from abroad. Um, for the simple fact is, like, where we train, nothing fitted me correctly. Because my legs are big um, and then my waist is smaller, None, no leggings even fitted me correctly. They were either see-through. I, I used to buy a lot of the seamless, but they gave me a flat bum. And, I like, I can't be dealing with a flat bum, you know? So, like, I used to buy things abroad just because they, they catered more for fitness people and people that train. Um, and you know, it's like, if, if you don't feel comfortable when you're training or out and about, then you, you don't train as hard. And that's what, you know, when, when I feel confident and I like the way I look, then I just train harder. So now, obviously that's when I started to bring it out. And now it sounds really bad, but now I actually think, what, what, what top should I wear with this leggings? And, (laughs) you know, because it's like, you know, it's like these days we don't socialize as much. So like us going to the gym is like our social life. So I I want to I want to dress to kind of impress at the same time, you know, and show you want to show off your hard work. Yeah. And you're right in saying when you feel confident, like it just shows in your gym performance as well. I completely yeah. agree. It does. It does. Because I remember when I used to wear... Oh, God, I don't know where they were from, but I used to do, like, Romanian deadlifts. I used to have to tie a jump around my waist because I knew they were see-through. Can you hear that dog? That's bull. He's trying to get attention. Bloody thing. Men. <laughs> but, yeah, I used to tie it around my waist because I knew that they were see-through. I mean, one, it didn't bother me, but it put me off because I knew other people were looking and I just wanted to get on with training. So um, it does it does affect your training if you're not comfortable in what you're wearing. Yeah. But then it's like when you go out, isn't it? You just want to feel confident in what you're wearing. And, you know, where we do train and we find it hard for things to fit anyway, like you, it, you don't want that because we train because we want to feel good and look good. And if nothing fits you, then it kind of defeats the object. Yeah. I think you've filled an absolutely huge gap in the market for it. Um, when you were setting up Glutiwear, what were the obstacles you faced and how did you kind of overcome them? Um, I think the first one was actually having the, the, the self-belief to actually do it in the first place. Um, because you know that you want to do something, but you kind of, you don't do it because you don't feel like it's the right time. When in reality, there's never a right time. You just get on with it. 
um, I think that was the main thing because it was the fear of, you know, what happens if this happens or that happens. And, you know, like things are always going to go wrong. Yeah. Like, I remember when um, we booked one of our first photo shoots um, and all the order didn't come in time. So I had to rearrange the, the, the shoot completely. Lucky enough, like I knew the photographer anyway, so he was cool with it. But otherwise, I would have obviously lost money from that and looked really unprofessional because I had to keep on rearranging the models, you know. But um, before that, I actually did the, the – I used to take um, – set up a video in my mum and dad's garage, and I used to video myself, screenshot the images, and they used to be the images for the website. Yeah. So – yeah, it's pretty mental. When I look back on that, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But it just goes to show, like, you've got to start somewhere. And um, yeah. these things always start from, like, a small idea, and you've just got to have the yeah. grit to follow it through sort of thing. Yeah, I think most things do, don't they? they? They start off with something that is needed, and then you kind of you find the solution. Yeah. Did you ever do anything, like, business-related when you were younger? Any, like, qualifications or anything? No. No, not at all. It's just something that um, I, it's, it, I'm passionate about. Um, I, I was in – I used to be in sales in sports nutrition. Um, so I've always been in the industry and within, like, different businesses. So that, that's kind of helped me. But it's more just I'm passionate about it. I and I think that's the main thing. Yeah, I think it's more like passion and your personality type that makes yeah. business. Yeah. Yeah, I think because you, you know what it's like. Any, it doesn't matter what you do. If you're passionate about it, you're going to do it a lot better. Definitely. I mean, I, I say as soon as you lose that passion is that's when you've got to do something else because you're just never going to achieve anything as well if you haven't got that passion anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what would be the three biggest tips that you would give to someone who's looking to start their own business? Um, I would say, for one, um, just start it. Um, just because I thought about it for around about probably a year and a half before I actually did it. Um, and the reason I actually... Uh, I actually started the business was because I had a lot of stuff going on in my life, personal stuff and everything, and, and a lot of heartache. And it actually spurred me on to do it. Um, whereas otherwise I'd probably still be here thinking about it. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's, it's so easy. None of us like change. And that's, that's one of the things like we think of all the scary things ca that can happen, but then what happens if one day you don't wake up and then you've never done it? Yeah. You know? So it's, that's my logic now is I, th I think about a lot of things and just think you just got to, you just got to do it. It doesn't matter if it's business or if it's, if it's you opening up with your emotions to someone because you don't know how long you're here for. And we're only, we're all here in life just to experience. Like it doesn't matter if someone else has got more money than you or a bigger house than you, we're all going to have the same grave. Yeah. So just, just do your thing, you know, cause everyone, everyone has their, 
their own different, um, you know, we all have our own different strengths and weaknesses. So it's just one of them things you've got to kind of, kind of push towards that. But you know what? Didn't ask, answer the question. And that is one thing I'm really good at. It's good information. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> But um, when you say three things, I would say one, just do it because there's never going to be a right time. Um, I would get, it depends what the business is because I would start looking at, you know, maybe different businesses to see what they're doing and getting different ideas. But don't forget that just because they're doing something doesn't mean your ideas are wrong because we all have ideas. So you want, you just want to be, a little bit um just different with it at the same time don't follow someone's suit just because they're doing well because that doesn't mean you're going to do well that way yeah you know just put your own flavor on it mm -hmm. um that's two things and the third thing which is a massive thing don't think that you're gonna earn packets of money straight away like in a lot of businesses don't earn money for around about four to five years you know, so don't think all of a sudden you're going to have this really nice car driving around this massive house. You know, you need to you need to you need to know that you're going to have to work your ass off for hours on end. You know, you're going to have sleepless nights. You're going to feel anxious. You're going to feel lonely. You're going to feel fucking knackered. But you're going to do it because you, you have a love and passion for it at the same time. And that's when that's when it's not all about money, because if it's all about money, then you're not going to survive. Yeah. That's the difference. Whereas, you know, like I'm passionate about what I do. I love what I do. And I, I, I love seeing other girls feel good about themselves. And that, for me, that's the main thing because I don't want them to feel how I felt in the gym. Because to be fair, I just felt like crap because nothing ever fitted right. Yeah. So I don't want other people to feel like that. So for me, that's where my passion comes into it to help other people. Um, and I've never, never, I never brought on a business thinking I'm going to earn anything. I did it because I wanted to, and it was a passion of mine. Um, so that's what I think anything you do, that's like, you know, we're doing the, the strength, beauty, power event, aren't we in Birmingham? I hope you're coming. Yeah, I am. <laughs> but like, that's not, that's not me thinking about, um, Am I going to earn any money out of it? That's for us to be women together, supporting each other and helping each other learn and excel. You know, if women can all join together and support each other and we can grow together, that the, the, the feeling of that is way better than anything. Yeah. That's just the way I see it. Like, because that doesn't happen often. And I just think us as women, we just need to support each other more because at the end of the day, there's enough... There's enough things in the world for everyone to succeed. You know, you don't need to be fighting against each other because that don't get nowhere. Yeah. And I think especially in our industry, there's a massive gap for it because mm. there's not many, like, times when you get together with a load of like-minded people. No. There are a lot of occasions where you do feel quite alone in the fitness industry. Oh, you feel so lost. Yeah. So lost. I mean, and it is, you do feel you do feel alone and I think a lot of the the subjects that we're going to be covering um are very relatable 
because, you know, from eating disorders to business to anxiety to mental health, you know, even um, getting in shape after having a baby, the mindset of a competitor, they're all things that we can all relate to, you know? So um, I just think it will help because I'm interested in what other people have got to say. Um, So it just, yeah, will. It'll be brilliant. It's a really good idea. Um, Do you plan to bring out a men's range, Carly? I know he's been talking about it. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did say to him be the first model. I, you know, I did. he's desperate for you to bring out a men's range, Carly. Desperate. Well, I, I actually, I'm getting my first samples. Um, I was hoping they'd come before we're going away, but I haven't got them yet. But um, hopefully they will come. If they don't, then I can get samples when I'm out there, just different fabrics and everything. Because for men, men's leggings are completely different to women's. Like yeah. they can't, one, they're not going to have the scrunch, but two, they're just a different, they're, they're different fabric, a different feel. So, but yeah, that's in like the pipeline in the future. Yeah. Yeah. What else do you have in the pipeline? I respect that obviously some things you won't want to tell everyone, but is there anything which you have in mind that you wouldn't mind sharing for the future of Glutewear? Um, well, one I would definitely share. The other one I can't share because I'm on my sixth sample and they still haven't got it right. So um, that's something that's definitely in the pipeline, but it's just when it's 100%. That's the thing. I'm not going to bring out anything until it's 100%. Because yeah. I wouldn't bring out something that I wouldn't wear. So as soon as I try something on, I'm like, nah. <laughs> That's not doing it for me. But no, the, the one thing that will be coming out, and I'm praying that they'll come out for uh, the Strength View Power, is bikinis, scrunch yeah. bikinis. So that's... Um, that's one of my main projects. My main project that's been going on since I first started Glitterware, to be fair. That's a really good idea because so many bikinis in the supermarkets or like even online you can yeah. get them which are flattering when you know like, no it's like the, the the top half's fine and the the front of the bottoms are fine and then you turn around and you've just got this big granny knickers on yeah and it's just exactly. <laughs> like it's, what's all that about I know it's so unflattering and then you get on stage in a, a beautiful bikini and then when you're on the beach you look awful like yeah Yeah, it is I know I know I got I mean the the only ones that I've ever bought I always buy the 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 pieces that are separate for the simple fact is because I'm a different size on the upper than I am the bottom so that's what I want to try and bring out is so you can obviously fit them to your measurements especially these days you know there's you know a lot of people have got um implants um we are all different sizes we're trying to make our bums bigger um you know so everyone's different so you can't have i mean if i bought a standard bikini it looked like a it looked like g-string covering my nipples so you know like it's just not (laughs) it's not something that i'd want to bring out but yeah, no, that'll be, it'll be good. It'll be good. I'm looking forward to it One when they get them right. Yeah. So you're looking to basically expand from just doing leggings to more of like everyday wear, I guess, and maybe... Yeah. Like yeah, my, my vision is it to be not just fitness. It will be everyday. It will be anything that will accentuate your figure. 
anything that you struggle with finding as a fitness person so it could be you know in the in in the long way i I do want to bring out things like maxi dresses because i find them so flattering especially for um someone that trains because they do cling to the right areas basically um and you know down the line different like shirts for work and things um when it comes to like fitness tops, um, not bra tops, but actual fitness tops, they just, you can get them so anywhere now. It's just, um, they're actually harder to get right than actually to, to kind of make. Um, so it's just easier to get them from your standard Primark yeah. and the concentrate on, you know, things that us girls can't find. Um, so we we briefly touched on the strength beauty power event. Um, mm. you mind kind of telling the listeners a bit more about that. So how the event will run, what will it include? Yeah, let me just give it. Let me put the rundown so I make sure that I've got everyone because we did have eight speakers and now we've got nine. So there's so many speakers. Let me just sorry. Let me just get it up on my phone. Right, so we're going to have the speakers first of all. Um, so I'll give you the rundown of all the speakers. We have um, IFBB Pro Rhea Gal. She's going to be covering how fitness has helped her with depression and her mental health. Um, then we're going to roll on to um, IFBB Pro Phoebe Hagen, who's going to be talking about mindset of a competitor. And then we've got Emma Story Gordon, who's going to be covering considerations for female fat loss and muscle building, which will include menstrual cycle, contraception, injection, menopause, because those things, a lot of women don't realise how much they actually affect fat loss and muscle gain. Because since I competed in 2008, um, I completely went off the contraceptive pill. Because of the simple fact, it's very, very hard to gain muscle while you're on that and for fat loss. Yeah. So it makes such a huge difference. Um, Then we have Kerry Sexton. She's going to be talking about um, how she's recovered from an eating disorder and how kind of fitness is related to that. Then we've got uh, Dr. Amelia Thompson. She's going to be talking about mindful and intuitive eating. Um, then we have Dominic Bins, who is going to be talking about finding your purpose and goal setting. Then we have Helen Derbyshire. She's going to be talking about self-development and find your, finding a happier you. Um, then you've got, I don't know who this is, IFB Pro and owner of Glutiware. don't know who the hell she thinks she is, but <laughs> um, I will be talking about um, how to build a business while overcoming fears, anxiety, and self-worth. Um, so all of those. And then after that, we're going to have a Q&A. So all the, the women will have an opportunity to ask questions for anything. That's why I really recommend bringing a pen and notepad because, you know, there's going to be so much information there to kind of, um, you know, feed in and you're not going to remember it all. Yeah. Um, then we have the catwalk. 
um, which that will be covering all of the new products of the Gluty Wear um, and obviously the existing ones because we will be having shorts out again, but in different colours. Um, and we're going to have black ice bikinis that are going to be showcasing their competitive range and compact who are going to be, the ladies are going to be wearing the, the stage shoes. And then we have, we have um, Freshco, which is a meal prep company, but they're actually going to be doing hot and cold food for all the ladies and providing smoothies as well. We have Protein and Pantry, which are going to be doing like their fresh uh, protein uh, kind of nibbles and snacks that they do. I don't know if you've seen them on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, we have a makeup artist there. We have Donna, um, Donna Murphy, who's going to be showcasing her art and you'll be able to either buy products there or um, you can bring a photo or whatever, get your ideas flowing, you can book her in. So there's so much going on. Um, I've, also, um, I've also actually ordered for every girl, um, because I'm very into my spiritual side and meditation, and I've ordered every girl that comes they're, they're going to be given a stone, a stone of strength. Um, so that's something that's going to be provided by um, the event as well, because I think um, I think that's a that's a massive part of um, getting to know yourself and developing as a person. When you when you start doing things like meditation and mindfulness and gratitude, it helps with your your mindset of everything. It doesn't matter if you compete or if it's anything to do with business. Your your think of things more logically and your focus will be a lot better, yeah. um, and it's really helped with my anxiety. So that's a massive thing. That's something any of your viewers or yourself, I would really recommend doing because it has massively helped with my anxiety and focusing on business better um, and better with relationships and just for myself. Um, I've got to know myself a lot better and I'm, I express myself better um, and I'm not scared to show any emotion, which I used to be. So, um, yeah, that's a little bit about. What do you use for meditation, Carly? I've used the Calm app before. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that for more um, before I go to sleep. Yeah. Because okay. I, I have, um, I do, I do put, I sleep meditation on before I go to bed as well, and I hold my crystal at the same time. Um, because when I when I hold my crystal, I'm laying down and I think about all the good things that have happened that day. Uh, that so when what happens is because when you when you go to sleep, you you will you will be thinking about all of the all of the things that, that happened that day. But if you if you go to sleep thinking about the bad things, you'll wake up in a negative more frame of mind. So the, the, the theory about it is if you think about, it could just be something, someone who's made you happy or what you've done positive that day, then you'll wake up in a better mood anyway because you've gone to bed in a, uh, a more positive frame of mind. Yeah. Um, and then in the morning, where after I walk my dog and sometimes I go and do cardio at the gym, I do meditation. Um, and that'll be for 20 minutes. I either do I am meditation, um, which is normally I, I think about things like um, how successful I am, um, you know, how, how loved I am and just things that are very positive because I, I actually put it on my Instagram today. We can all think, you know, 
how unlucky we are or how someone else is more successful. And, you know, we, we're always thinking so negative about ourselves, but we big, each, we, we big everyone else up a lot more. So it's about, like, that's not going to, that won't help you one time. But if you do this every day, after a while, just like anything, if it becomes repetitive, you'll start thinking more positive about yourself. Um, so I either do that or I do mindful meditation, um, which that is basically you just it's listen to the music and nothing nothing else you're not actually thinking about anything yeah um so you're actually in the present moment at that time because what happens is where we're working so much and we're always doing something you will never have a time that you're not thinking about anything because your brain's going 100 miles an hour and for health reasons and this is why it's really um, good for mental health as well because it gives you your brain actually has that time 10 to 20 minutes of doing absolutely nothing and you're actually in the present moment um, I've actually done it in the car before when I got really anxious and I put one on I just put it on YouTube 20 minutes mindfulness meditation put it on and I felt alive after I actually, Donna, Donna was here around my house and I'd gone to Tesco's or something and I came back and I was like, I'm alive, you know. <laughs> and I walked out of the door and I was like, oh, I'm going to Tesco's. And then I was like, yeah. <laughs> so it does, I mean, it does make a lot of difference. I mean, you're not going to feel amazing straight away, but yeah. I started it when it was a point in my life that a lot was going on and I couldn't cope with things. I felt lost. I it's when I stopped bodybuilding as well. So I've gone from having bodybuilding, which you don't realise how lonely the sport is until you get out of it. Yeah. That's when it's fucking lonely. Because you're like, because when you're actually in the sport, you're still speaking to people like, oh, how's your prep going? Or how's this going? Oh, do you fancy training together? So now you remove that and you're not speaking to no one. And you're like, I didn't realise how lonely I was. Do you know what I mean? And you you lose you lose the person you thought you was because you didn't actually know who that person was. Yeah. Because it's it's easy to escape when you prep all the time. You know, if I had a bad situation, I'll just prep again. You know, then I don't have to think about anything. But then I came to a situation that I stopped prepping, and I was you know I had to deal with stuff. So that's when I started meditating and that's when it helped me like slowly, like it was a time in my life that I didn't want to get out of bed in the morning. You know, I dragged myself out of bed because I knew I had to, but I did not want to get out of bed. And I forced myself to do this routine every single morning with the meditation. And then after a while, I just felt amazing. Yeah. You know, so anyway, it just took time. It's not like, you know, someone goes, oh, I meditated twice. What, what the fuck's this? It didn't do anything for me. No, it wouldn't. Just like a diet's not going to make you rich in two days. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's the same kind of thing. Everything's about repetitiveness and routine. Yeah. And I think you're really right in saying that prep does kind of like, because it's such a big part of everyone's life when they do, it kind of masks a lot of problems sometimes. And then they kind of surface themselves when you stop that, like you said. Yeah. It does because you're full focused on that. And you know, it's like when you get deep into a prep, you lose a lot of emotions anyway. So you don't have any emotion. You know, you're just like laser vision on the prep. As soon as you get out of that, you have to start dealing with things. So that's when, you know, and 
if you're still if you're still in the competitive um, zone, then you've done prep, but now you're focusing on off season. So yeah. you've still got something. Like even if something bad else is going on in life, it doesn't matter because like I'm in off season now. These are the games I'm going to make. This is you can just still focus on that. As soon as you get out of that, then that's when you feel lost because you you've been in this kind of you know a, a very very regimented like a robot all for all these years, and then all of a sudden you don't have to be like that, and you actually have got emotions. Yeah, and it's that's when you know I think a lot of people do get lost more. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think it's a really good idea for people to maybe do a bit of meditation as well. Like you said, be consistent with it. Don't just do it once and then think, oh, it's a load of shit. (laughs) Be consistent with it and um, think about trying to make it work long term as opposed to just as a one off. Yeah, I mean, it's not something you have to um, do for hours on end. Do you know what I mean? But I... It would have really helped me. I don't know what that is. Um, it would have helped me um, when I was prepping. Yeah. Because I got really bad anxiety at some point because we put so much pressure on ourselves that, you know, all of a sudden you put so much pressure, like your head feels like it's going to explode because you just can't take it anymore. And it's that's the time that that's when you need to have the mindfulness meditation because you're giving your brain that time just to relax instead of like giving it, oh my God, you know, and all of a sudden you burst out crying and your world's ending. You don't know why the fuck you're doing this, you know? Carly, how did you find the transition like in terms of nutrition and training from like being so regimented to having more of a general population kind of like approach nutrition and training and being a bit more flexible with it sort of thing? It took quite a while. It did take a while. Um, I came from, um, years ago, I had an eating disorder. So I came from an eating disorder. Then I started competing. And throughout my early years of competing, I still had an eating disorder. So competing helped me helped me in some respects with the eating disorder because I had a structured diet. So because I had that, it, it changed my mentality slightly. Um, because I had more structure in my routine Um, but it wasn't until I stopped competing that it was it was better Um, just because I stopped competing and then all of a sudden I was like oh I've got to be a bit normal but I don't know how to be so first of all because I wanted to drop muscle um, I needed to lower my protein anyway so I still, first of all, initially, I weighed my protein because I needed the, I needed it to be um, less than I was eating, um, relatively like half, probably actually less than that, to be fair. Um, and I didn't weigh any carbs. Um, I don't generally have a lot of fats anyway, so that wasn't an issue. Um, but then it slowly came to it that I stopped weighing everything which is really bizarre. I don't know how, it was just one day I was driving to Lakeside, which is the shopping centre, if you don't know what Lakeside is, and I was like, I haven't brought any food with me. I was like, wow! You know, and for the first time ever, I actually felt free because for, God, say 12 years of my life, I've always, I've always been um, having, obviously prepping my food. Like, even in the off-season, because of my eating disorder, in the off-season, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to be more relaxed, you know, we're going to go out, 
And then all of a sudden I'd be like, oh, I can't do that because mentally I can't do that for myself because I still, obviously I, I was still suffering from, um, you know, mild effects of an eating disorder where I could not let myself go too much because it, it scared me. Yeah. Um, and then it wasn't, as I say, it wasn't until after I stopped competing that I needed to relax more. Um, and I would say now is the, actually the first time that I actually can say I truly love myself. Um, and I've never felt so at ease with food. It, I don't, it, it doesn't faze me if I just go out into the shops and I buy some sweets or I have a pizza or I have a bottle of wine. Nothing, nothing, I never feel guilty. Um, whereas I did do when I competed because you have that, it's a cheat meal. Like, so automatically you think you're having something you shouldn't be. Whereas when you stop competing, it's not a cheat meal because it's your choice. Like, you're choosing to have that. And where you, where mentally, where your mind knows it's a choice, you just feel better because you don't feel guilty. Because I found when I had the eating disorder, even when I felt guilty, I woke up more puffy because I was getting so stressed because I'd eaten that and I'd be like, oh my God, I'm going, going to gain all this fat. And, uh, you know, and mentally, when my, my brain was freaking out, I looked terrible. I just gained so much water because I was so stressed. So if you're mentally in a better place, it, that severely helps. Yeah. It really That's does. That's like a healthy mind, healthy body. It is. makes so much of a difference because, I mean, an example, when, when I used to have, say, I, I mean, I love Domino's pizza. So when I used to have a Domino's pizza, I felt so guilty for having it because I thought it was the end of the world. I thought, you know, I was going to get fat instantly. Um, and I'd woke up and I'd be really puffy, you know, I'd feel so guilty that then I would kind of, you know, really limit my calories for days on end because I felt guilty. And it would just be like yo-yoing up and down. Whereas if I have a pizza now, I don't look any different in the morning because I'm not stressed. Fuck it. I enjoyed it. My body liked it. And mentally, I'm relaxed. And that's what it's all about. If you're mentally relaxed, then you will look better. Yeah. So, I completely agree. I think a lot of changing your physique is up in your head. A lot. Yeah. A massive mental battle. Um, yeah. But no, thank you for all of that, Carly. It was brilliant. That's all right. Amazing yeah, to you. have you on. Um, have you got like anything else you want to add? And where can people find you on social media? <laughs> Car Carly Thornton and underscore IFBB Pro. That's on Instagram. On Facebook, it's Carly Thornton. At Twitter, it's at Fitness Carly T. Um, if anyone wants to contact me, then just contact me on info at flutiwear.com because I'll reply to you there um, or DM me on Instagram. Um, but, I mean, if, you know, it doesn't matter what, what you're doing in life, you just, you just have to remember that just be yourself um, because don't worry about what any anyone else thinks of you because to be fair they're not thinking about you as much as you think they are yeah do you know what i mean that's the whole way people are I'm not going to do that because they might think this or they might think that who gives a fuck because if they don't like you they got they they're not going to like you if you don't do that or if you do it yeah you know so but um yeah i would say that's the main thing but i think things like that come with age as well um to you know because I used to, when I was in my 20s um I I wasn't myself I I 
put on this person that I thought people wanted actually being me. Um, and I think that that can come with age, but it can also come with social media where you feel like you have to be yeah. something or somebody that you're you're not because someone else is doing something and you feel like you should be following the trend whereas you're going to be a lot better if you're happier in just yourself yeah yeah definitely and for the strength beauty power event carly can people get tickets off the glutiwear website yeah a pop-up will come up so it's glutiwear.com a pop-up will come up beauty book Otherwise, if you go on eventbrite.co.uk, type in Strength Beauty Power, then it will come up. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much, Polly. It's all right. Thank Good you.